0: I party at the end of the week. We
1: can party on a Sunday. Sunday. So we're back with another episode of Party on a Podcast. I have one of the homiest of homies with me today. He's... I've known this dude for quite some time. Since he was rocking with me doing the ugly country music video at Hatfield Farms road trips to Cape Breton and back. Uh this dude has been I'd say a day one as far as I've known him. But uh ladies and gentlemen, Mitchell Bailey we have in the in the in the Zoom call in the podcast today. Welcome, in my dude. Zoom. Thank you, man.
0: Uh, that was a great introduction. You you really put that into perspective actually cuz that's true. When you shot that music video, that was, that was like two two 2015, I think. Yeah. Yep. So that's six years ago. So I think depending on what the timeline is, I, that's, that's, a, that could be day one. Well, I mean, on how many days there? it is.
1: definitely was around there. Cause I mean that the whole connection was Moose really shooting the music video. And then you're like, I'm going to be there too. And it was like, we just vibed the entire way from Halifax to to Hatfield Farms, and not like it's a long drive, but we were vibing the entire way because we ended up going to Peggy's Cove as well to shoot some scenes. Did we? Yeah, we did. We, it's only like it's only probably like two or three actual shots in the music video, just because they didn't fit really mm-hmm. the the vibe. But enough about me, dude. This this episode's about you. Let's.
0: Uh- <laughs> no, man. I mean, hey, I know it's gonna be about you. It could
1: be about anybody my mom so we're just we're being well there you go but uh how i see it like part on the podcast is bringing the basically bringing you down to earth not that you're up in the sky or anything or up in up in your ego or anything like that but just showing you for you as opposed to just you as an artist and uh showing the people I love that. yeah i mean we're all humans at the end of the day so i like to i like to bring it down to a level of humbleness that you can just appreciate a little bit more so yeah turn that shit off oh shit (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah so mitchell bailey we have in in the podcast today like i said we're just doing a deep dive to start so let's get the origin story where did where did the mitchell no you look like you were gonna say something
0: i was just gonna say that um Actually, the first time that we've ever we ever met was 2014. I think it was the uh, the Gattagen Festival in the uh, was that was it called Alter Ego? Is that the name of that place? Like the back room, and you were performing. Oh, and I didn't goodness. even think that you were a rapper because it's just like you had like the the nice uh, board, sh- board what I call border shorts. You, you were dressed like me, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh man, like are you doing the sound? You're like, oh no, man, I'm this is I'm doing my sound check. I was like, nice, bro. That's
1: fine. And, uh, I don't yeah. Remember. Was it that or was it like the G250 thing that we did at like the bus stop theater? That, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. That I remember that now. Yeah. That was, I, I actually have a picture of that and I was like, what was I wearing? Why was I wearing what I was wearing during that? That show? was 2014 it's swag. 2014. Bro. Yeah, man. That's, that's the origin of EPDMC. So yeah, I have one of your shirts too. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's legit. So back to where I was going, but uh, where, where did the whole Mitchell Bailey, why didn't you choose a rap name for one, but where did the whole Mitchell Bailey as a rapper slash artist begin? Um,
0: well, so, so the reason I didn't choose a name was just because I never thought that I could be able to have like a career in music under a completely different identity, I guess. Like, I just feel like my music is, is really, I think, personal for yeah. the most part. So I think it would be difficult to, to throw like the, the thoughts that I convey in my music and the experiences that I kind of document through my music under a different alias. Um, and when I was first started to write music and put it out, like my favorite rappers at the time were like Kendrick Lamar and, uh, Drake, I guess, which is, that's, yeah. they are, they are under their, their name. J Cole, I guess, to, a, to an extent is, is still rapping using his name. So, yeah. um, I just never it wasn't really even anything that that honestly I had a, a dilemma with. I wasn't like do I go with the name or do I not go with the name? I think I just automatically was always like, I'm going to be Mitchell Bailey.
1: <laughs> yeah. respect that though I mean there's a lot of people uh, I see when i it comes to my name, I wouldn't Mark Walker just doesn't sound like. A name you'd want to hear in, like, the grandstands at fucking Lollapalooza or some shit like that doesn't sound like you. that's the name that you would scream out, you know?
0: It kind of sounds like someone who's, like, in the
1: mafia. (laughs) (laughs) Or you would have, like, a movie after, like, there would be somebody who would... It doesn't help that Mark Wahlberg is so close to Mark Walker.
0: Oh, that's true. Maybe I was going to say that as well. You could also be an (laughs) actor or, like, someone that a famous actor plays. Like, Mark Wahlberg could play Mark Walker. Yeah in a movie or exactly. right. Al, Al Pacino could play Mark Walker. I feel like Mark Walker is more of like a, a like an old school
1: mob boss or something. I would go see Ma- Mark Walker. I like in I would. <laughs> 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 so when, when did it all start? When did it all start for you making music?
0: Making music started, uh, ninth grade. I started writing music. So basically I, I remember the first, the first line I ever wrote had something to do with listening to Kendrick Lamar. Cause I listened to so much Kendrick Lamar around the time that I really started writing. Um, i don't know what that line was but uh i I wrote it in my my notes of my of like i had like the the blackberry that had the touch screen before everyone like i I was i had like the like the most high-tech new school version of a blackberry when everyone else had iphones it was like BlackBerry's attempt at an iphone and that's what i was writing on my shit on i know
1: i I know that exact phone yeah like nobody had that No. That,
0: was a, that was a good phone. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I started writing on that phone. That, that that The phone had nothing to do with this. But, um, yeah, I started writing, and, and, like, it was, yeah, ninth grade, so I was 14. And uh, I, I saw some other people start putting out, like, there was a few, like, very few other, like, rappers from my area that were around my age at the time, and I felt like they were getting a lot of hate because they wrote – they put out their first verse that they ever wrote so obviously that's not going to be the greatest thing anyone has ever heard and i saw that it kind of got a lot of you know hate from my age group and and whatnot like who does this guy think he is he's rapping so i was like i'm gonna hold off on telling anyone that i'm doing this and i'm gonna just kind of write as much as i can for about a year until i get to the point where i'm just confident enough and like just yeah, like undeni- undeniably confident about what I'm writing and recording here that I will can put it out and 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 be, you know, assured that like a decent amount of people would would be into what I'm doing and maybe believe yeah, yeah, in yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to do here. But um, yeah, I put out my first song in tenth grade. I was recording on a USB mic through Audacity. Yeah, and, we've been um, there. I've yeah. Been. Yeah, and uh, I was just sending it to a few people that I knew could like mix and stuff. But then there was this dude that was in my a couple of my classes in high school. Uh, shout out to Matthew Nicholson, but he um, he's just one of those guys. that's just like a musical genius. Like he just would like learn instruments for the the just for the fun of of learning a new instrument. And he had all the the stuff set up. He had he were recording on Logic, and he just I think he just kind of wanted to. You know, polish up his producer engineering skills. So I would go over his house every weekend, and we would record. And that was just like some of the the more pure memories I've I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole music thing, and um, yeah. So, I, but as soon as I put out my first song, like I, there was no turning back for me. You know, it was like that. It was like the end of grade ten. I put out my first song, and people were, you know, relatively positive with with the reaction to it. like yeah. people i went to high school with and stuff and then every couple of weeks put out a new song and then in the summer i had uh my first mixtape come out early morning cartoons this is still around the time where like the place to upload it to was Dap piff so i was <laughs> yep. uploading that the, the, the mixtape to Dap piff and me and my uh my buddy mitch turner who i do the, the podcast with now who does all my my graphic design and has always done all my cover art Sorry, um, mitch turner yep and uh, we would we would go to Staples and get the blank CDs and then go burn the the mixtape onto the blank CD and he would make the cover and we we it out on the uh, um, like the laminated paper or whatever and we would line that shit up and and sell hard copies for five bucks and if we sold like twenty we felt like we were we were blown up so great yeah, times
1: man. yeah man I know that feeling we, uh, we I'm it, I'm sure if you haven't been there as a rapper slash artist then uh, you haven't really done it yet, so you got to start there. You definitely have to that 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 physical hard grind has got to be an element of your journey. I feel, and let, I mean, it's it's just something you have to experience to really know what the hustle is. And yeah, it lets you appreciate it later on when people actually start listening to it, just because it sounds good, instead of going out of their way to go to a show to maybe get your CD to maybe catch the last song of your set kind of deal so i I feel
0: bad for artists that don't well i think i was probably on the i was probably one of the last few of that generation that could like experience what it was like to sell physical hard copies of your project but that was fun man i i kind of wish that i was coming up like in 2005 so like that the only way people were able to hear my stuff was through cds because i think that that would just be such a fulfilling experience like just hustling a bunch of cds and that's basically like the main source of how people yeah. can hear your music is is by buying your cd and it's listening 2005
1: to it five for me dude 2005 was legitimately when i started really wow yeah so, so were you man. hustling cds yeah dude like high school was weird for me because nobody really took it seriously but i had like going through high school i i had sent out like i i did them myself obviously because i didn't have there was no services that i could afford let alone Mm -hmm. know about at that time but like three at least three maybe four like mixtapes whether they were short or long yeah but uh but like was printing those out like you said, getting the blank CDs, putting those on CDs, writing on the actual CD what it was so people knew mm. what it was because I yeah. didn't have anything to print on the CD. But that, that's all I did, and like that's what I did through high school because that's all I knew at the time. There was no no resources around that I knew about at the time. So, I mean, yeah. the times are definitely different. Definitely,
0: man. And that's definitely an advantage of the streaming era is that people could come across your music – and they don't necessarily have to pay any kind of upfront cost to take a chance on listening to something that they've never heard of before. Yeah, like, exactly. The thing is, probably that would have made that more difficult selling CDs and that, and, and for someone to, to hear the music for the first time to even determine if they like it or not, they would be paying you money. I think they still do that shit in like Times Square in New York. Like someone will like pass you a yeah. CD and yeah. then they'll be like, oh yeah, it's 10 bucks. <laughs> you got it now because it's in your hand. Um, <laughs> but yeah man that was uh definitely uh times like that and i remember the best feeling ever even like to this day and have experiences like the last year is like selling anything like selling i had ho- like a lot of hoodies and stuff that i was selling last year and even you know the days of, of selling the physical cds and everything like i would always keep a list and i would i still would do this to, the, to this day just in case like if there was any kind of like thank yous i wanted to do or like do a draw for something in the future from people that have that have purchased something that i was selling and i would you know i always keep a list of like everyone that bought something and then like you know how much how many copies they bought or how many hoodies they bought or you know whatever just so i could like be grateful and look back at that list and be like okay these people are this is this is this is growing something this is a this is a business this is a uh,
1: you know and still i mean keeping track of that shit's not easy though too so power to you bro i mean you take it sounds like you take pride in 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 doing that kind of shit because i mean at the end of the day who are we without our fans right so
0: yeah i just like seeing i like doing anything i like to see stuff grow like i just like to. that's why i kind of started the podcast because i'm just like i want to be able to get like kind of what you're doing here you have me on as a guest i can't wait till i'm gonna start opening it up to guests and everything once we have our permanent in-person location and we would have probably did that earlier but you know we get shut down with covid and everything and yeah, go back yeah, on yeah. zoom and stuff um it happens man but uh, yeah just the idea of just you know whether it's music brand whatever just growing an audience and that's and essentially
1: what I, the yeah that's i mean that's where the hustle comes from for me that I, I, I wanted another another outlet and I didn't have to use my music platform to talk about certain either social issues or whatever. I don't I don't like to get into politics too much when it comes to the podcast, just because that can be lengthy within yeah. everything. So I can we can talk about that afterwards. But I would rather leave the podcast to talk about you, your home life, your music, whatever I can do to put you on or put emphasis on you is is the whole thing behind it. Like I've never been so selfless when it comes to a podcast. like, I hate talking. That's why I was saying, we started talking about me at the start of the podcast. And I was like, dude, I don't want to talk about me. This is not about <laughs> me. This episode is not about me. This episode right. is about you. I like, it's a time in my life where like I'm 30. Now I can admit it. I'm not, I'm not scared of it anymore because I thought thirties was going to be the fucking death of me. Mm. And I just accepted that if we don't grow the community as a whole, as creatives, Then we're just selling ourselves short. So, bringing other people onto the podcast and not being afraid to allowing them to share their successes, their victories, and all that stuff, along with their failures, of course, because we're we're all human. But like allowing other people to do that is something that's giving me some uh, feel good vibes and everything like that. Like it just makes me feel better about myself at the end of the day. Because I'd rather like if I don't make it to the top, I'd rather have somebody on here that I can help get to the top or be at least be a stepping stone. Like I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not that big of a deal to me.
0: And I think as artists too, we're very particular with the usage of words, right? Like we were, we're, I mean, they're just like the English language. And, and I, for me anyway, when I'm talking sometimes I will have these periods where I break in between me saying something, because I'm trying to think of like the best possible word to use to describe something. And, uh, i think that the same kind of thing when it comes like the same kind of part in my brain that appreciates writing music kind of comes in having a conversation as well and that's why i think yeah like doing a podcast is a different outlet because it's just like a much it's like if you freestyle for an hour and a half but don't necessarily have to do anything that is like too overly
1: calculated like i love the idea of just kind of like just, the just yeah exactly it, it, it's really cool so i i get why shout out to cape breton trips you know yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah i mean that's only the main set like that's a starting segment of this whole podcast but like I'll gladly keep talking like that because i mean like this is the kind of conversation that i feel like we haven't had in a long time but at the same time i appreciate these conversations because they're wholesome they're real they're not forced and that's what I want to be able to bring to this podcast as well, because like, I hate forcing conversation. It's mm-hmm. nothing worse. And i and I talked to Jacob about it. I was like, I don't talk to these artists. I don't talk to these people in my community, whether you're in K brand or not, it doesn't matter. We're in the same community that we, the only time we converse is when we're at shows and it's like, Hey, what's up? Let's collaborate sometime. That's the end of the conversation. And that that shit bothers me now, because it's like we live in a time where we're losing people left, right, and center to God knows what violence or disease or unexpectedness. And like I'm tired of I'm, I'm tired of wasting opportunities and wasting time potentially doing something when I can do that now. So that's why these podcasts seem to be essential to me. I think I think it's a therapy to me. Mm. But but allowing myself to learn about the people that I'm interviewing that I've actually wanted to know more than just an artist for the longest time, because we've we've chatted and we've hung out and we've taken trips clearly together. But at the same time, it's I I don't I I don't really know that much about you other than that and the fact that you live really close to where my grandmother lived. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Or your aunt or something. Your aunt cuts it's, my. It was my grandmother
1: there. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But my aunt okay. as well, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, so let's keep this moving then because, I mean, I still feel like I'm talking about myself. Uh, inspirations now versus when you started, are they the same? Are they different? Have they changed?
0: Wow. That is an interesting question because I think a very like the general question that everybody always asks is like, what was your biggest inspiration? Mm-hmm. And I think that I've answered that question, you know, t- 30 times in my life doing yeah. interviews or something like that. But when I really think about, you know, you're, cause I feel like inspiration has always changed and that's, that's, that's a, that's a fantastic question because yeah. you know, stuff that I resonate with right now might not be something that I related with two or three years ago because my my, what I've experienced is, is different now. You know what I mean? Like I have a different perspective on certain things because of what I have experienced and because of certain situations. So, um, musically there's definitely different artists even if i don't necessarily take anything from their music and kind of incorporate that into what i make just more so the kind of energy and inspiration i get from the stuff that they're putting out for me to go and then do my own thing um is is important so like there's this rapper um who i discovered like over two years ago and i found him when i was in montreal but he's from florida he goes by um ice billion bird and i just like his whole message in his music he's kind of like he's one of these artists that you could you you could tell could have went the mainstream major label route but decided to opt out of that and just hustle his ass off and just put out um a, a wide discography of really thoughtful music but his music is it, it, the, the the overall Message in his music is like, you know, the hustle related stuff and just yeah, like yeah, talking yeah. about like being an owner and, and and uh like he opened his own store in Florida and he has a few I think he has a few stores now and he's signed another artist, but he's like very well respected in the Florida scene specifically. But like he used to be signed to Trick Daddy, I believe, and he has some songs oh, with nice. Rick Ross and stuff and um and he follows me on Instagram and stuff because I just showed him love, and I, I've talked to his manager a few times and whatnot. But so I found him about two years ago, and and to this day, it's he's like his music is 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 really motivational to me. Like I'll go for runs and listen to his like just any of his albums because he puts out a lot of stuff, and uh, it's not really the type of music that could fall under the the same categories a lot of like trap music and just kind of be like a lot of redundant topics and everything like he is really every every song has some, some quotable lines, whether they're not really necessarily like punch lines per se all the time but just like really well thought out lyrics and his beat selection is awesome so he's an artist that uh I listen to a lot now um I, I think I listen to like I feel like I listen to a lot of like uh entrepreneurial like rappers, because myself, I'm I'm trying to really, my goal at the end of the day is to be able to make my own money own my own shit, whether that's having a whole media company through the podcast and stuff. And then obviously touring with music at Birch and, 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 you know, releasing albums, everything that I've been doing over the last six, seven years and uh, kind of just branch out with that and, and just own my own shit and, and, and then help through the connections and, and resources that I you know, develop over doing this for so long and, and kind of give that to the next talented driven person. So I like to listen to artists that kind of talk about, you know, just uh, the grind for for lack of a better word. But I mean, obviously the Mac Miller's the Tyler, the creators, all those guys, like that's what, that's what musically I resonate with. Just like this type of music that they make, the most, probably more than ever now. Like my new project that I'm putting out is, is mostly like kind of taking it back to the type of music that inspired me when I first started and what I was making, which is like more of the hip hop, traditional hip hop sounds, but a little bit more of like lo-fi atmospheric related stuff. So that's what I find always, I resonate best with musically. So that's the type of music that artists like Mac Miller, you know, even J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, um, Tyler, um, these are like the very base child of scambino um always been a big travis scott fan like musically just the type of stuff they make i feel like i relate with more just as far as it's like comparison to what i make but like um the the hustler music is is what gets me going it's the Fair juices enough, man it's a I long can't hate on that, that.
1: <laughs> I, well yeah but at the same time it's a good answer because i mean you're justifying why why you're your inspirations have changed and that was essentially the end of the question. And you were saying, have they changed? Clearly they have, but they've developed, I think more than changed. Mm -hmm. Just, Just where they've gone from being inspired to be, to being having a vision of where your end goal is not necessarily end goal, but like the bigger picture, I guess.
0: I think more mature music makes more sense to me now than it did like three years ago.
1: Yeah, dude. I I mean, like, it's definitely resonated a lot more with me lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, these things about talking about certain, just just the content in the music is a lot more important to me now than it ever has been, just because if it's not something that I'm going to either learn from or be inspired by or want to thrive to be like, it's, it's not in my, or, I mean, there's always the times when you want to turn up, whatever the case is but when it comes to being inspired and everything if it doesn't have those qualities it's probably not in my playlist
0: yeah like i remember listening to good am by mac miller yep last week and oh, i was shit. thinking like every song off this album gives me chills at one point during this song like i posted on my instagram story and i said that like i love s- instrumentals that have like Almost like choir vocals sampled in them. Like if you yeah. listen to like any Drake intro or outro, those are the type of beats that I always just if I hear one and I'm writing to it, the lyrics just kind of naturally come out without yeah. me having to think too much about it. Yeah. I like thoughtful, like I like stuff that you know is 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 uh the artist being vulnerable.
1: Yet well, still like out. it brings out the best in people when they're vulnerable though. Mm-hmm. I think. So
0: I agree. I think that's what people look for really at the end of the day. That's the stuff that has yeah. longevity. Is I would someone tapping And, tap and into that's that.
1: when like when when you go from talking about the lap and luxury to turning and turning it into like talking about family, what you're really going through, the struggles that you're going through, whether that to be depression or just money problems, whatever it is, if you're talking about it, talk about it because there, I guarantee you there's plenty of people on this earth that are going through that same shit. Well, there's more people that can relate to that
0: than the alternative.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Let's keep this moving. Uh, what separates you from other artists? Like what's what, what do you find helps you stand out as an artist? Um, <laughs> I all, kinda, the expression on your face was like, 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 that's gonna be an interesting answer. I like it.
0: I think that, that what can separate me from every other artist, this is may not be the best answer, but like is what separates you from every artist or anyone from any other artist, as long as they're being true to themselves, my experience and what I talk about in my music is about what I go through on a day-to-day basis and what I have experienced leading up to this point and how that shifted my perspective on everything. And where I, you know, the, the beliefs that I, I develop over time and and where I see myself. So I, no one will be able to replicate what I do because that's, uh, they they aren't me, you
1: know? So, um, it's probably the best answer you could probably get from that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it really is. It's, you it's, know, it's, it's simple, but it's very true. I feel like
0: some rappers will answer that question as if it's like a job interview. Like, well, yeah. like, you know, they'll, they'll start. Well, that, I guess to that's comments, where the trick
1: but... comes, falls in with the question. Because I mean, it really I, either makes you really think about what makes you, you, or it makes you think like your answer and says, "I I am who I am. Nobody can be me.
0: I think that makes it a lot easier when it comes to what you create, because if you're trying to chase something that is either a trend or you're trying to chase making something sound like the most radio friendly or, you know, playlist friendly and just too much of a calculated thought process to what you're creating, then you're not really being an artist anymore. You're being more of a salesperson. you're being more of a you're trying to create a product that you know will be able to resonate with a certain demographic where i'm not gonna lie if i'm making a song sometimes i'm gonna be like sometimes i'll think about the type of person that would listen to it and like it whether like it's a specific person or a type of person but that's not like i'm writing that just will happen throughout the process and that might motivate me more and give me more ideas and 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 help me finish the song um but I think that if you know the the longevity to be able to like just the longevity as far as just being able to create over a longer period of time than other artists would be if you just be yourself in your music as as much as possible because you're always going to as long as you always have original thoughts then that's that's like the that's the hardest that's part. That's half the
1: battle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. So, I mean, it, we basically covered that in the, the next question, but uh, if you were to define your sound, what would you call it? It's, it's an odd uh, question because, I mean, it like, – uh, had had Name it a genre? Well, yeah. Mm, you could call I would it a, call whatever it, whatever.
0: like uh, <laughs> like, conscious, confident music. Conscious what? Conscious, confident music confident okay yeah it's like confident like i believe in yeah, what yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. but i'm also like overanalyzing a lot of this shit yeah, but yeah. it's not fucking aware
1: <laughs> yeah i got you i got you uh where do you see yourself in five years whether this be personal or career um
0: just i career it's hard to predict i mean i would like to be Definitely in the next five years, without a doubt, based off of just the amount of work that I put in leading up to this point of what I do in a day-to-day basis within music and beyond music, I would like to be completely self-sufficient off of things that I have made and, and essentially be my own boss. Um, not, not like – I mean, I, I could live in Nova Scotia. I would – I'm going to definitely – as soon as this COVID restriction dies, like as soon as we can actually get on a plane and go – I feel like I need to – it's a major priority for me to travel and see as many, like, different countries as I possibly can. Like, go yeah. to Europe and get on that train and just jump from – I need to, like, just see shit. Yeah, I bro. need to experience different culture and, and all that stuff. So I, I would like to maybe live in a different country or something. Like, I can't give you the step-by-step game plan as to no, how no, I'm no. going to get not- to that point. But I that's, like, best-case scenario, like, to have it be, like, a lot more cultured and uh and and uh, in control and yeah. uh that's 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 the that's the game plan um and i and i'm gonna be putting that into motion as soon as i can depart and uh <laughs> yeah, I, I i think uh yeah to see the music to be touring and and doing shows where people are buying tickets to come see me um to grow the fan base to the music to release better music than i ever have had um to grow the podcast, maybe have other artists being developed under me, maybe have a media company somehow that branches off from the podcast, uh, have a house. I don't know. I don't Who know. knows, though? I might become I'm, a doctor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. But, uh, but five years, like, I know five years is a long time, but that's why I bring it up. Because, I mean, essentially, you, you think about life, you have like short-term goals, long-term goals whether that long-term be five years or long-term only be a year. Cause I mean, some people don't like to look too far ahead because either a scares them or B they just physically cannot predict what is going to happen. And we live in a time where you cannot predict what is going to happen right now, especially since COVID happened last year. I mean, everything's literally been up in the air minus the flights. Yeah. But like, we're just, we're in a time where we literally have to ride by the seat of our pants Until we can actually start moving again, because I mean we're doing this because we can't, because I can't, because you can't come to the city or I can't come to Cape Breton. Because I mean I would have loved to come to Cape Breton to do this shit. That would have been the best road trip. Man,
0: I just I would do pretty much. Like you don't really have to give me much of a reason to go anywhere right now (laughs) if I
2: can.
0: Like, if I had to drive, if I knew I could go to Halifax just to do this, I would probably go to Halifax. Because yeah, I haven't left the, this is probably the longest I've ever went. Maybe in my whole life, even just going to Halifax for, like, random family trips when I was a kid. Like, I think this might be the longest I've ever went without leaving, crossing that bridge off of Cape Breton. Yeah, man. Which is nuts. It's messed up. Um, Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And it, I think that's going to make us appreciate the freedom that we've always had way more when we can get back into into reality and i like the other day when you know the the government released that the, the government of nova scotia released that phase by phase um yeah, yeah, yeah. re-entering back into normal um plan plan or whatever a lot of people had a lot of uh, criticism for th- just the way that it was put together and you know the 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 timeline and everything, and I get that. There definitely is a lot of conf- conflicting restrictions and, and guidelines that were written in each section, whatever. People could debate that all day, but it gives me optimism to just see that because it's like regardless of whether or not you agree with how they deal with the situation and yeah. everyone has a different opinion, it's just nice to see we're at that point where there is a plan to reopen yeah, exactly. for real back to normal.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it, whether it be two, four, six weeks, it, it it doesn't matter. It's 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 a plan to get back to normal, and that's probably the most optimistic way of seeing this whole disaster go. So, and I and I'll take it because yeah, the difference between
0: yeah. this time, right now, and this time last year was this time people were getting vaccinated, which justifies a reopening. I think, and I think it's hard to argue against that. So, yeah. um. Yeah, long story short, I'll, I'll, yeah, I I'll. don't know wh- how we got it to that, but yeah, five-year plan, traveling, God go anywhere yeah, for any reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So we talked about it briefly, side hustles, business ventures, name them. What do you got? Um, just for the people that don't know you that are listening to this podcast you
0: know well aside from music and everything i i've I've launched the the podcast i'm like just i've I've, everything that i've been putting out it's all on the same youtube channel because i kind of look at it as like yes it's an artist channel that i put out the music the the ocd inside of me that i've always had over the years (laughs) kind of like damn it should i put this on a different channel but you know what i'm like my youtube channel should just be anything that i want to create when i went to panama last year i put the panama vlogs on my on my youtube channel that has the art the Uh, the music note next to it and i'm just like you know what everything is going to be in the same place because this is just these are just all different things that i create so the podcast or you you look you're going to say something there
1: no no Uh, no it's just it was funny because you say the ocd and you hate that and i was like i guarantee you i'm creating a new uh youtube channel for marked because i don't want to touch epdnc i don't Mm want to have that under the same thing because it's not Essentially it's a rebranding and I don't, I I can't justify it in the center core of my being, I can't do that. Just the OCD and me hates it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I'm, I'm big like that too, but sometimes I think I have to throw it at the window. And the reason for the YouTube channel, wait, cause I'm like, well, if I'm starting to get some higher profile guests on this podcast and their fans start watching the podcast through my YouTube channel. And they're like, Oh, I like this podcast, whatever, whoever the hell this is. And they hit subscribe. And then I put out a music video and they're like, Oh, what he makes music. And then they like the music and then they become a fan. Then I can kind of see that as a way to attract more fans by kind of branching out the type of creative stuff I put out on there, but side hustles. So the podcast, um, I also have a secret YouTube channel that I've never promoted on any of my personal social medias where I'm just basically screen recording Instagram lives of rappers and putting it up on onto the channel and using like, and just kind of like an experiment where like I'm doing it. I put like super clickbaity titles and make super clickbaity thumbnails. I put in a bunch of keywords for people that would be, probably looking for this video to find it and it's weird because obviously there's like no promo but some of the videos have now got a couple thousand views and stuff and i just anytime i'm just hanging out i'm like oh this rapper's live i have notifications on for like every rapper and i'll just go screen record it and i'll put it up and if if the subscribers start i'm starting to get a couple subscribers on it and stuff so if it ever gets to a point where there's like hundreds of thousands or whatever I, i might do like some like commentary give my two cents on certain things and like then eventually if it, you know, goes what I, how I would want it to go, it'd be like a little face reveal and then I could promote my own shit on it. And then True. boom. Um, aside from that, I've been doing like some social media marketing for uh, restaurants around here. Um, and I have become obsessed with investing in crypto <laughs> and, and <office laughs> stuff over the last year, but crypto mostly the last like two months and it's, and it's pretty fascinating, but, um over the last few days i like because i got in these like groups with all these people that are on like the ends i was watching like all these youtube videos like join my telegram and i got in the group and and then it's like i was getting notifications all day and i'm looking at it like oh maybe this is an opportunity to to get (laughs) rich or i'm like and it's great i I invest you know as much as i possibly can because i think there's some great opportunity in that if you get in at the right time but sometimes you gotta you gotta shut it off because it's very easy to just kind of be checking that shit all the time so yeah, that's that's that's, that's
1: uh, Fair enough. That's, that's the hustles. It's a decent amount, but I mean, keeps you busy clearly. So. Yeah,
0: and I like that. to go for runs to clear my mind and it feels good being to be uh keeping healthy, you know.
1: Fair enough. All right, on to the more personal section, just so we can tap into the real Mitchell Bailey, you know, the people that the, the people that don't that only see the music, you know. I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> So great just, show. if you had to, like I, I I was going through music videos and like song selection like title selection what one do you think was the most I guess we're still not into the personal section yet but are you just doing that are, are, do you just do that for the
0: for the IG story
1: bro <laughs> uh song selection and t- I guess title selection for songs what what inspires you for because i mean everybody has their own i usually use the first fucking like word or two in the in the fucking song to to uh or the most used word in the song that i yeah. usually put but what what uh, what inspires your song titles
0: i like i like uh, i like fucked up
1: song titles i like really <laughs> weird shit that doesn't even so like, like where's that even
0: yes i have actually i have a shirt his shirt. I'm not even like a giant. I'm not even like a huge X fan. My mom just got me this shirt for Easter. She's like, "This is rap music." But that's uh, crazy. Um, yeah. Well, actually, no. Most of the time, the names of my songs will be like whatever the the most frequent word in the chorus is. But on um, my, it just depends. I feel like song titles are, are super important. I think there's a lot of like psychological shit that is mad important that you need to pay a lot of attention to or not pay a lot of attention to when it comes to advertising your music or anything like i think thumbnails are really important the way captions are worded are really important the way captions and instagram stories are worded are really important i think then song titles and uh, i think it, the song title needs to like very like as minimalist as possible be able to define how the song will make you feel like Fair. i have this song on my new ep and it's like the only song that is just like Just crazy bars, bananas, like three verses, just talking about random funny shit. Like, and I had the title, make Donald the topic. The song title was called make Donald Glover rap again because Donald Glover is Childish Gambino and he was one of my favorite rappers and he has not put out anything where he raps since like 2016 or 17 when he put out that, that, uh, America song, which I always thought was like, as a a song was, it was, it was a hard song, but like, it wasn't a song that gave you the satisfaction of like a Childish Gambino verse because he was doing like a very choppy flow
1: that wasn't really, I think much. the visuals made more of an impact than the actual song did. Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: But so that's the, it was just a line in the song, like, may all my dreams, I, uh, the line was like, may all my, may all the, oh, <laughs> you may it. all, my, yeah. may, <laughs> I think I could rap, <laughs> may all my dreams and naps I live and Donald Glover rap again or something like that. And I was like, would yeah. that be a great song title, McDonald Glover rap again? So I sent it off when I submitted my EP uh, last week and, I got an email back. I was like, we can't use that title because it's, it's misleading because it contains the name of a famous person. I was like, I have a song called Oprah so Winfrey. stupid. Yeah, so I had to change it. But depends on the kind of song. Like, if it's a song that I think could have, like, a lot of, like, marketability, yeah. I would probably pick, like, the most... Like, because you got to think, like, if someone only remembers a song, they hear it somewhere, and they only remember it by a word that's, like, a line that's in the chorus, then they'll, if they're trying to look it up, they're probably going to type in, like, the artist name in that line or something, right, or just Shit. type in that, that line so it can make it easier for them to find the song, where if a song is, you know, it doesn't have like, the song title doesn't have the line in, like, if the song title doesn't have the lyrics in it at all and it can make that a little bit harder you know, so, Fair. so I, I'm not someone that, like, comes up with a song title before I write the song, though I know there's some people that no, do that like, I oh, I yeah. could
1: never. It just it doesn't sit well with me just because like that can't that can't dictate. I I feel like I could never write a song dictated by the title. The title is dictated by the song.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. I I remember when I went to the the Gordy Sampson Song Camp, which was like still one of the best experiences that I've had in my career. Um, it's just it's just, it just a great environment. But that was a thing I remember. Like the first year I went, he was like, "Think of some song titles." I never, I was like, I never thought of it like that. Like think of, I like as a song title to me is just like, whatever the catchiest word is that I just wrote after it's over. Like I'll finish a song and be like, I don't know what this is called. (laughs) It's like that Kendrick Lamar EP where every song was like untitled one, untitled two, untitled
1: three. Yeah. So unmixed, unmastered or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. Uh, when it comes to home life, what's your daily routine nowadays, uh, especially with COVID?
0: Jump in the shower and just cry for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I don't know right now. Everything's crazy, bro. I had I had an apartment for like almost a year. Like, but it was like in Glace Bay. I was like, Man, if I'm gonna be living on my own out here, I should be living in like a different place. But I was like, I can't go anywhere. So I was like, Okay, you know what? Let's 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 uh let's just take all that money that I was spending on living there at my own and moving with my dad. And then he like sold the house. And so now I'm like at my mom's and now I'm like, fuck, I need to get another place or I need to move to like Germany. So <laughs> not really Germany, but no. I need, I'm going to, I, I'd like to like, I don't know. I'd like to live in like Toronto or like fucking, it wouldn't be too maybe bad. I'll just drive to California and live in my car until I like, become friends with fan uh, life you know samuel jackson or something
1: yeah but uh
0: yeah i mean COVID makes everything crazy right now so i'm just waiting for things to kind of open up and then i'm gonna i'm gonna make some kind of substantial move but on a day-to-day basis like I, I i keep pretty busy right now like i can't if i'm if i'm unoccupied for too long like i'll i'll go crazy yep so i'll run like about six kilometers a day because i'm like a dog that's like really energetic in the morning and like just like freaks out so i need to like i've been been seeing
1: that i've been seeing that on uh... yeah i
0: post so many instagram stories and i'm running but i'm like this is content i gotta be pumping something out here like (laughs) jesus uh and then i'll go for a lot of hikes too me and my girlfriend will go for there's like a lot of nice places to hike around here same girl yep going strong going strong
1: um
0: and uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll write. I, I decided a couple of days ago that I'm going to work on a new album, so I, I I think I wrote what would be the intro to that. And aside uh, from, and over the next few weeks, I'm really about to go hard with promoting this new EP that I have coming out. And uh, and then every day I, um, uh, but well, I was I was going down to this restaurant that I was doing social media marketing for a lot before dining dining in was, was shut down for the time being. Sure. Um, but I, I try to post a clip from the podcast, um, every day on a YouTube. So I'll make a thumbnail for that and find the clip and do all that shit. And, um, yeah, man. And then every day is different. I mean, just to keep yourself, keep your brain moving during these yeah, crazy unpredictable times. But, um, yeah, it just depends on depends on the time of the month. It's always my time of the month.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, favorite than, pastime when you're not doing when you're not doing music? Like what do you do in your free time when you're not doing music? Or do you do anything in your free time when you're not doing music?
0: Do well, do I feel like music is a part of all of the things that I enjoy doing that are like labeled as productive. So um So when you're not working, I, think I guess I when think you're not I, working yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, definitely no. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, usually I would hang out with somebody and, like, <laughs> drink a beer and, and talk about things and have fun. But, like, I feel like I feel I feel like we've only been locked down for, like, two weeks, but I feel like it's been an eternity. Like, I don't think I've been, like, this – not like I don't feel like I've been this compliant with the rules, but I feel like the rules were kind of, like, up in the air for so long that it was, like, it's still – covid and you still can't do everything but you can kind of do a decent amount of things where like the last two weeks have been like so long but i'm trying to remember like what do i do for fun um <laughs> <laughs> when there's so little fun i like to i like to i like to lately i like to go for fucking hikes through the woods and and in the middle of the day when it's sunny out and like drink one beer and be like oh this is a vibe it makes me inspired but uh, i got a new car uh, in February. It's like the first nice car I've ever had. It's a 2020 Toyota Camry, so Toyota yeah. Camry game for life. like um, to go for some some cruises and that. But uh yeah, maybe go for a run, go for a hike, have a have a little drink and hang with some with some pals. I mean, in the summer, last summer, I went camping a lot. I plan on doing that this summer, go camping.
1: I haven't gone camping in years, bro, and it's been long overdue. It's fun, man.
0: It, it's fun for the most part. I like, I like to travel, man. I like to, I like, I like to, to travel too, but community. I mean, I
1: just, I don't go camping to travel I, when I travel. I try oh, yeah. To travel. Yeah. That's what I mean.
0: Me too. But like the, the fun, like the domestic travel that you can do yeah. right now in the summer, camping is like dope shit or like get like right. an Airbnb in the middle of the woods and like have a yeah. bonfire and like shoot pellet guns at
1: cans. <laughs> Who has Airbnbs <laughs> in the middle of the woods, but yeah. I guess there's a lot <laughs> of Cape Breton. Oh there, okay. There you go. Um, But
0: yeah, I'm trying to think. Really, like I like to play. I, I mean, I I was a huge soccer guy in in my early days. So was uh,
1: I. Feel like you still are decently. I
0: am. That's cool, man. Tell me more. I I, (laughs) do. do I portray that.
1: Well, uh, Mister Searle does definitely talk about you a lot when it comes to the uh, the sport of football. Football. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good thing. Um yeah i like to play it i i
0: was like very committed to it when i was a a younger lad so there's ever a chance i get to kick the ball around i did a couple weeks ago that's a fucking blast so i like to do that yeah man yeah man
1: uh favorite song of all time no matter no matter the genre no matter the genre because i mean you could always have a favorite rap song but (sighs) if you could pick one song that you can always turn on and always be okay with listening to it and always i don't know just favorite song of all time of all time i'm looking at my spotify and i'm just like definitely
0: an impossible question i don't think i don't think it's possible to answer that question
1: my best friend jacob would argue that why he said it he said he had had an answer for it
0: no way what was his answer
1: you can't make me do this i don't even remember um he had it on the tip of his tongue though it's like no matter what this song yeah it was i don't know i was i I don't expect him to be that He 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 was
0: ready he thought about it yeah for sure he that i'm sure he was asked that a lot and how how old is he he's in his 30s for sure right
1: yeah he'd be just older than me i think
0: no, like for sure, he's in his thirties. Like he looks older. I, the way I said that was like he's in his 30s. making him sound. No, I just feel like legit. he's been around for a long time. But um, yeah, he probably he probably thought about that. I don't know why did did he have like a strong opinion on it. it is K It's always just been something
1: that that has. I think it had like a a deeper meaning to it, or it had like a relation to it, like earlier on in life or something mm-hmm. like like a time in his life kind of deal. Uh, like, okay like man in the mirror for me always always can listen to that one like that's that's a major one for me with michael jackson it's just it's
2: mm.
1: it's always it's got me through hard times it's it's just a good song it's a great song also in the air tonight by phil collins but okay those two songs in general those slap yeah man but like i, I have a playlist a rap song so i mean
0: I have a playlist on my phone. Has like I made it one night when I was like drunk, like four months ago. I was like by a bonfire. I, it's called Best Songs of All Time. Go and as it. I'm as I'm looking at it though, like these songs don't even come close. <laughs> They're great songs. It's like San Marcos by Brock. They're all like very beautiful songs. Like Nights by Frank Ocean. Um, yeah, 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 I don't know. It's probably. I wish there was like some way to like analyze that just based off of the, the amount of times that I wish there was some way I could track. I, I wish I could see what the song was I listened to the most in my whole life. And like, I wish it there was there a is tr- like
1: a digital version of your life. Listenings.
0: If only there was a chip in my brain that would, like, give me that that analysis. Luckily, I got the COVID vaccine, so hopefully it starts (laughs) sending me. uh, I hope I get, like, airdropped.
1: Solid. But I don't know, man. What's the song now? Uh, What what song are you listening to the most right now?
0: uh, I don't know, man. I just click on things, bro.
1: (laughs) You do. You know at least one. I know you do. If you can name one song that you, like, you could turn on right now and be okay with it in either, most likely your current playlist, because clearly you don't have any other playlists going on right now.
0: <laughs> Bro, I got, like, too many. I can't even, like, I'll just, like, go through phases where I'm, like, I'm listening to this rapper today. I'm just going to look through best rap songs of 2015 on Spotify. Go for it. I was listening to this the other day, just popped up, and I was like, man, 2015 was an amazing year. Um, and I will was like... like I think the album Rodeo by Travis Scott has some of, like, my favorite songs maybe ever on it. Like, uh, Interesting. Um, what's on this? Like, 90210. Like, just, that's not my favorite song ever by any means. The song Never Catch Me is really good. That's an underrated song. Uh, Mac Miller, like, the song Smuckers by Tyler, the Creator, with Kanye.
1: And- like, I thought it would have I, – I, like, the way you talk about him, I thought a Mac Miller song would have been in, in any of that talk. I, I, oh, It, just- it is
0: it is it definitely i'm just looking through the, the best like tyler the creator definitely has some songs like um that cherry bomb album's awesome like yeah, man i i like i'm the kind of person <laughs> that like over the last like eight years like every week when there's a new album out, like i'll listen to the whole album for like two or three days and then i'll move on I'm like oh this is like i listen to really everything um but i find like there's albums that came out like a few years ago that have more like long-term repeat value for me now than like stuff that has came out recently like there's definitely awesome albums that have came out recently but there's albums that i can come back to like from that drop years ago that i'm just like it gives me nostalgia it gives me chills it gives me like i can listen to stuff that ages really well it gives me a new perspective on some of the stuff like uh mac miller songs that are like my i like the song like song 100 grandkids by mac miller Whenever the day comes where I, when I make a hundred grand, I'm listening to that song. The song Jump by Mac was good. Uh not good. Like these songs are amazing. When the, I'm saying good,
1: the, it's like, the, all the, time like good. the the almost sad detail in Hundred Grandkids is kind of
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tell my mama that I bless her with some grandkids. Uh like and I was like, that line cuts deeper now. That was just a single listen- line when he wrote it. And he, re- and he made that song, but... It- you know what
0: song aged terribly? is uh When not aged terribly, I guess, like, bitter... It it, it aged, like, very bitter-sweetly. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. in the, the song Perfect Circle, slash Godspeed, off Good AM. You yeah. know that song? Yep. Where he basically talks about how when... like he It's like he's talking about, like, how he was, like, really deep into doing drugs that... Yeah. And he kind of seems like he got out of that hole for a bit of time and made that song, talking about like the worst possible scenario that would have happened from that phase that he just got over, but yeah, obviously yeah. went back into that yeah. ended up being his demise. But like he describes the reaction of if he overdosed and passed away in that song, which is just crazy. I remember, I remember showing my mom that song and like, mom, this is crazy.
1: <laughs> um, oh, it's like, it's funny because they like predict or like foresee. Mm -hmm. the the future and it's like it's weird that those those songs have like you said bittersweetly aged
0: i think i could make a a playlist of my top like uh like favorite like like top 50 to 100 songs like yeah and i know it sounds crazy because you just like give me one song but like i don't like i really i honestly that's a that's a hard question and i'm not i think if some people would like say that and it sounds like pretentious but like it is really hard to answer that question do you have one well do you have a favorite song
1: that's um that's what oh i guess i got i gave you those two yeah but i mean like if you were to ask me it like if that was a life or death moment you have three seconds to pick your favorite song or you're done I think I'd
0: probably die, bro.
1: (laughs) It would be either Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror or Phil Collins in the air tonight. Just the way, just, like, the production value and, like, how simple things were with Phil Collins in the air tonight. Like, that whole drum solo in there is just incredible for the time Mm -hmm. that it came out. And, like, to think that Justin Bieber tried to mimic that in his Anyone track. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. I made a tweet about it and I was like, has nobody else noticed that Justin Bieber basically tried to recreate Phil Collins in the air tonight with his anyone track after this podcast, go listen check to it. it. Out. Go listen to it Cause I guarantee you or anybody that's watching or listening to this podcast, go pause the podcast right now, go check it out and tell me that you didn't think that, that you can't hear it. Cause it's, it's, it's almost unmistakable. The buildup. The drum solo, it's crazy, unmistakable. But and then Man in the Mirror is just like it was a whole different like life changing song for me just because like I was in some deep, not even like in trouble or anything. It was just like I was in some depressing like I don't know where my life is going. I don't have a plan. I don't have anywhere to go. Like I was graduating high school and I was still living at home. For the longest time like i was at home until i was like 25 26 years old bro but like that and there's nothing wrong with that really but in my eyes i was like you were you were, you were caught up life. in like the noise of other people's shit you know like yeah everybody's moving on with their lives and doing all this shit and it's like i'm stuck yeah people I, and, people and it got me it got me out of that like that's i just cranked that song up and it like it just it allows me to just breathe mm-hmm. so those two Yeah, man. alone so it's like that gary v shit man
0: when he's like he like do all those videos where he's like talking to someone who's like 29 like man i tried this and i was doing this for a bit and i don't know what to do and he's like man yeah. you're still
1: a baby dog it's like that's the funny thing though like i like i like my girlfriend's four years younger than me and so she's still in her 20s whatever <laughs> and it's like she she's worried about it because she's like i should have had my life figured out by now and this was like when she was like 24 and i was like no, That's there's fuck. no yeah. fucking way. Yeah, it's like, not happening. I'm 30 and I'm still figuring everything out. Like I'm st- like, I'm just coming into the lane of music that I absolutely fucking love to make. And it took me that long to figure it all out. Cause I was trying to be something I didn't really want to be. I was being something that I thought I had to be. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm 30 now. I know. I, I know a lot of people have already done that and figured everything out by then, but it takes time for certain people well, it's I mean, not um, as,
0: like, you can't compare yourself anyone can't exactly. no one can compare themselves to somebody else like people there might be a lot of like it's a lot easier to do like a very i'm not saying it's easier but like trying to do like something that's unconventional that like down the road has very high rewards and you're going to be totally like, you're going to receive a lot of um, yeah. gratification from that the process of getting to that point is long and it's difficult to explain to people that don't understand yep. doing that. Yep. And, and, and when you try to explain that shit to certain people, like it can be very discouraging their inability to understand what you're trying to do. But I think the best way to do it's just like, you know, really do it. occupy yourself with what you're trying to do as much as yeah. possible. Just keep your head down. And like the less you have to tell, like I'm someone that will get excited about news and I'll share it with all people that are close to me that definitely care. And they're definitely excited. But I used to do that when I was, like, 19. Like, if there was the slightest potential of, like, this really big opportunity, I would, like, tell everybody. And sometimes that doesn't follow through. And it's hard to, like, answer the follow-up question from the person you told. Like, oh, well, are, are you still going down to so this place and, and meeting up with this person? Like, what's the latest with that? And I'm like, fuck, that didn't happen. But I'm thinking about, like, five other things now. And now you brought right. up that thing that didn't happen. And now I'm kind of fucking now i'm kind of sour about that you know so i think it's i think it's you know it's it it, you're a different breed when you're trying to build something on your own
1: and i also got to the point where i just got tired i got tired of explaining things to people i got tired of living up to expectations that aren't my own yeah because i i know what i'm capable of and i know i can do it if i plug away at it and and actually put the time and effort that deserves to be put into that achieving that yeah it's just like i got to a point where like i lost my best friend two years ago in march and i my life got flipped upside down and Mm -hmm. i had no idea where i was gonna go but i made a two-track ep dedicated to him and like the stress everything was gone but i got i got to a point at work and i was like these people want me to rush around, put my safety at risk all because they want stuff done their way. And it was like, I can't live my life that way. And I'm not leaving this job. I'm just going to do it. So I know I can come home. I can see my family at the end of the day because work will be work. Work will always be there. I can always find work. Yeah, it's true. So I got, I got, got to be I, I had to step aside from all that, put, all the fucking stress of even finances. I like I've dropped down in finances because one, I lost my job at air or not lost my job, but laid off by air Canada. And, uh, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do, I, I, something inside me just couldn't deal with it anymore. And I was like, that's gotta be pushed to the side. I got to focus on me, my well being, what I truly want to do, What in life I really want to accomplish and where I need to go, what I need to do to do this, because I'm 30, but that doesn't mean my life could end tomorrow or my life could go on for the next 50 years. Like I everything is so unpredictable, like we've been saying over the course of this podcast that I just I had to stop. And here I go talking about myself again. No, bro, but that's
0: fine. Like, we're having a dialogue what here, I mean, But like, you know, like... I
1: mean, that's what I had to do. That's mm-hmm. honestly what I had to do, especially over this past year. Like, it's been huge for me because I just – I can't let other people dictate my life. It just – like, I never thought I was letting it happen until I let it happen, until it overwhelmed me so much that I actually had to stop. And I actually fucking – took two weeks off of work because I was like, this is stressing me out to the point of where I feel like I have the biggest depression that I've ever had in my entire life and had to take time off and just reflect, take a time off, like time out from everything, everything. I didn't go to the gym. Like I just Mm -hmm. literally just absorbed everything because I had to, I had to deal with everything that was going on in my life. And it was just, it was a time where, and so it comes back to it where I just, it's, it's me now. It's, it's like, like you said, like I've, I've always questioned, I've, I've questioned a lot of people's moves in the music industry, what they've done, what songs they've created. I've watched you grow over these past few years and you've definitely changed it for the better. But I mean, I've, I've questioned some of your music, but only to the extent of where is he going with this? And it's allowed me to see that you're doing it your way, how you want to do it, not, not because somebody else is telling you to do it that way, but because you want to do that. That's the music you want to make. And that's what I appreciate in you. That's why I appreciate in everybody that I'm dealing with on this podcast, because I have a respect for these people that I have on here. If I didn't respect you, I probably wouldn't have you on this podcast. FYI to anybody else in the future, if you don't come on my podcast, or I just don't have time. But that aside, I respect you for everything you've done. I respect our friendship, our relationship as in the music industry, bro. This has been, this podcast alone has allowed me to talk to you. Like I've, I don't think I've ever talked to you in my life. And that's what I was hoping. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I honestly don't get to vent like this. And that's essentially another reason why I wanted to have this podcast. Cause this shit builds up inside. That's a mental fucking breakdown on the brink. And I need to be able to talk about this stuff. And you clearly are on the same. You're dealing with it the same. Few years younger than me, but at the same time, you're still dealing with it in in your own capacity. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and thank you for listening. Yeah, no, no, like that, that was that was that was a fantastic
0: uh, that was a, that was a fantastic rant, no doubt. Like, um, I think that yeah, like like what we were just saying, man, like it's everything is the everything is a process when it comes to like anything like the, this shit requires a process like it's yeah. not just like overnight like you decide what your goal is what where you want to the direction you want to go and then it just happens like that and that's why so many so few people get to that point and so many people kind of pack the bags early but you you really are rewarded for patience at the end and of the you day you gotta
1: get and you've got to be able to go through the dirt and the grime and the and the Rocking that's what makes the story interesting man. exactly every person I mean, that
0: you look up to has went through that process and there's those yeah. artists that are like oh i put out a few songs and three months later i had this huge viral hit and now i'm touring the world but it's like those guys have a very difficult time of maintaining that over the course of like two or three years they might take their money and make some smart business moves which is fantastic and they sustain themselves the rest of their life but yeah. the people that but like any artist that had to actually go through that process of like putting up music that no one listened to and doing shows for five or ten people and going and paying to get on shows and they coming back like all this crazy shit, working side jobs, like those are the ones that when they really push through and you can look at anyone like J. Cole moving to New York dead broke and then, you know, told his landlord to just kind of front the rent for a couple of months and he'd pay him back and he did tenfold and then it actually worked. Like these are artists that have still are still around. Past a decade, you know, like because they appreciate the amount of sacrifices they had to make to get to where they're at. So they're not going to let that just slip. You know, the longer it takes to get somewhere and the more gradually you build something, the longer you can sustain it. Because it's like if I have a bunch of fans that I've rocked that have been following me since like 2016, and like every year I get more and more and more, these people are going to watch this like upward trajectory. So they're going to feel like they've been here the whole time yeah. and they'll stick around because people like to be in on shit early, you know? So, um, I don't know where I'm really going with this, but I think that, you know, people shouldn't get discouraged when something doesn't necessarily happen the way that they want it to. Like that's it's cause it's, it, it's not supposed to happen like that. Like there's going to be times where you're on top of the world and everything's going right. And you're just celebrating. There's going to be other times where you need to kind of, have a little bit more discipline mentally and just kind of put your head down and get back to it because that's just how shit goes. And like we say, like with the pandemic and everything, it's really forced a lot of people to be put in that position where it's just like head down
1: and like adapt. try and say, we really focused had to adapt. adapt as artists in this, in this time. Cause we've had to resort to a lot of digital stuff that some artists just aren't used to, especially if you grew up in the physical CD kind of, age like this this is a completely new step for a lot of people even though it's been like this for a few years but it to completely and wholly like rely on the digital side of it it's 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 overwhelming it it can be a little scary cuz i mean like mm-hmm. we i've always spoken about it as i've always been an artist that like my favorite part about being an artist is actually performing. Like there's nothing, nothing that comes close to performing live, especially if you get like, I mean, I, and I haven't performed for that big of crowds. I, I I admit it. But at the same time, when you get to perform your music live, there's no feeling that touches it for me, nothing whatsoever. Cause I mean, I can write a great song. I can record a great song and I can release a great song, but if I can perform that with 10 times the energy and portray it exactly how i've always pictured it in my head nothing can come close
0: so yeah i understand that i think the sense of community that i get from a performance like that is pretty much untouchable as far as just like social environment to, for you to be able to have the attention of majority of the people in the room that you're in and and they're all giving you their undivided attention to hear the stuff that you have made and you get to kind of be that for 20 minutes 40 minutes whatever that's a definitely one of the best feelings and yeah. the feeling of satisfaction when you're done and you get off stage and you just like people are coming up to you oh man, that you killed that whatever like oh man i craved that so so bad i can't wait to be able to do that again I think that it definitely does contest, though, like, the moments that I – like, I had this moment the other day where I didn't write for, like, two weeks, I think, and I just – it was like, okay, today – like, if I don't write for, like – if I if I go, like, a week, week and a half, it starts, like, the longer I go without actually writing, which just, just kind of justifies to myself that I will most likely be writing music for – a very long time if not (laughs) forever like i'm not someone like i go through phases definitely like when i made the 23 album like every single day basically i was waking up i was like there's nothing to do aside from this so i'm writing a song not every one of those songs got used but i would write a song i had the home studio set up i record right there and uh that was just a a really uh euphoric feeling but like there'll be times when i'm Occupied by other things, my focus is elsewhere. I still have shit moving forward with the music, but I'm not writing every single day. And the longer that period goes, sometimes like I feel like I need to do it for my mental health. Like I need to actually 100%. write something because it's like I got all these thoughts that are just kind of building up in my head. The best way to kind of unload them is to right. turn them into music. Because then it, you you're, you're proud of what you made, and then it's like, oh, this is a documentation of how I've been feeling right here. And the feeling of just like killing a song, like just oh, like you just wrote an amazing song. It's like you, that that feeling of like that just like it's like a triumphant feeling of basically like I can do anything. Like this is a fucking superpower that I just did yeah. this. Like I just wrote this and it sounds sick. And you know that feeling. I might like that feeling a little bit better than performing. It depends. That they they provide two different pieces of like it's like the performance is like, Oh, like business wise, or like, as far as like this becoming a realistic lane for the rest of my life, it gets like justified every time you perform. Cause you're like, I just yeah. did a show. This whole thing revolves around doing shows where writing or making a really good song is like, Oh, I can do this. <laughs> like I possess yeah. this ability to do this thing that will then get me booked for shows. So
1: um they go hand in hand basically they do yeah exactly not basically they do they do exactly they 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 do do. yes so in saying that we come into like the final segment of uh final segment of the podcast uh we were talking about favorite songs obviously uh since it is party on a podcast which is based around party on a sunday i always like to ask whether you can do it or not you need a name Three of your favorite Sunday jams.
0: You know, it's funny. My dad has a cover band and it used to be called Sunday jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my th- like, when you say my three favorite Sunday jams, you mean yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, songs yeah. that I would listen to listen
1: to on a Sunday, whether that be waking up uh, jamming during the day or because you have a hangover, something that's going to get you through that hangover or something that's going to start you off, like start off that week on a positive note, you know? Uh, you can do it. I, I feel like do I don't, maybe, like maybe,
0: maybe people just think I don't listen to music or something. It's like, I don't know any songs, bro. No, I know too many and it's hard to pinpoint them down. Uh, a Sunday song, I'm just because I have Good I Am by Mac Miller up in front of me here, the song good. Brand Name would probably be a good like wake up in the morning, Sunday day type of thing. Anything yeah. off his album, Kids would be, would be good for that too.
1: Like a song off kids dude you got to pick three songs i'm not letting you go without picking three songs so you got brand name right
0: yeah okay i'll i'll, I'll get off of Mac Miller for that then um sunday
1: something chill maybe i don't know something like, chill. I'm, I'm just trying to give you give you ideas of what to pick from because like sundays aren't a stressful day other than knowing that monday is coming for the work week but if you're if it's it, It is what it is. I mean, you 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 pick whatever you feel is a a jam to you. I got you. I got you. Um, Different. I was listening to
0: this album by. Which song was it? At the door. Um, You ever listen to Marlon Craft? that song lot to give that'd be that'd be a cool sunday vibe a lot of his stuff is like that smooth jazz hip-hop boom bap shit yeah, so yeah. i think that would sound sound good on a sunday a so that's one. the thing with me is like I, I i'm trying to remember like stuff i've listened to over the last few months and then that's yeah, like yeah. what i do a
1: lot Still. um so we got marlin craft we got mac miller who we got next the last one
0: last one let's see here um I was listening to the song by. You familiar with Kyle? Yep. Um, I listened to his album the other day. Uh, I like the song "Bouncing," man. That gives me like uh, it gives me the feel of like like uh, blowing up. I like songs that sound like the artists made them and they just like got real, like they just their dreams came true.
1: Right. I like yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: that. Um, very strange pick. I mean, that that pick could change ten times, but. <laughs>
1: i'm you know. sure that whole the all the whole list could change yeah i'll i'll be pissed after this like i should have said that song <laughs> <laughs> you will you'll definitely look back at this and be like why yeah. did i say no, that?" that's song? a
0: great sunday it's like why the hell did I, I don't even know why i just said like the last two songs but i don't know the, i like a lot of music whatever if i any songs i like i would, would go well on any day but you know what actually are you are you a fan of rick ross man he got great motivational yeah. music in the morning. Like um I never listened to his album Teflon Dawn that much until like a couple of days ago. But the is song it, Is
1: this a swap that's happening right here?
0: <laughs> I don't know what it you is, doing bro. A substitution but...
1: right
0: now? <laughs> I might be I might do a substitution. Uh no, you know what? No, 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 sub... no yeah. Oh no bro, you know what? Some of the best like <laughs> no, actually hold on um hustle and motivate by nipsey hustle will be a great morning yeah. i'm gonna get it that's like more like a monday song or like victory lap start, or
1: start your week yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: and then the song and then on nipsey hustle what was that album mailbox money the best song to listen to when you finally get rich would probably be that's how i knew by nipsey hustle you should listen to that or count up that loop another good one yeah these are just great great uh great motivational tracks
1: but you're gonna uh, look back at this you're gonna look back at this and be like ah shit yeah
0: i mean it's just that's all good whatever you know, i can think of i like
1: haven't named good songs so that's the thing though you have you named great songs especially for sundays it's just it your mood will change it, your mood will probably have changed when you actually see this posted and it'll be like True. uh maybe i guess yeah
0: whatever yeah. what a chat uh, bro <laughs> well, I, I have, have to do know. another podcast and i am doing mine so this go. is that's why i thought it was great to do this on sunday because i was like this will just get my brain operating in that conversational yeah, so
1: what we zone. do why is it important for you to make music
0: because uh, because i need to <laughs> like i just said like kind of like 10 minutes ago like i need to have an outlet to
1: kind of I figured we had already covered it as one to like yeah no no definitely point of
0: it yeah i think it's important because i need to have that as an outlet to make something that i um, am proud of from that's just kind of based off of my day-to-day experiences and i feel like it's important i, I kind of make music for my 50 year old self to to like Go back and listen to how I was feeling about certain things, and like the, the 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 if you listen to a lot of my lyrics, like there's definitely like a lot of optimism, a lot of gratitude for what I have done, and then a lot of like uncertainty that I can be vulnerable enough to kind of project in my lyrics. Um, and I think that it's important. Like I kind of have this idea that I might run with where like my last album was called 23, and my next album maybe I'll call it 24, and then every year up until I'm 30, I'll have an album that'll be based around my age. So I think that it'd be kind of cool to maybe be like, like experiences
1: Oh, experiences a- you had during those ages. Kind of In
0: my twenties. Like I'm a, maybe I'll be like 43 and be like, man, I'm going to throw on 26 today. Like just what was
1: good. That's actually a dope idea. I mean, it's a dope concept. No one steal
0: that. I'm doing that now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even if somebody does, dude, you've, you've already done it. They, a lot of people that may try and steal it. will have already been that age. So, yeah, to true. That,
0: so. you gotta be the same age. And I said it to my girlfriend yesterday. She was like, Well, didn't Adele do that? And I was like, God damn it, did she? Well, she, I, she's not where she did 23, 24, 20. 25. Like she did, 23. She did 21, 23, 25 or 19, 21 and 25 or something like that.
1: So she didn't do consistent. So
0: Yeah, I wanna do it consistent because I feel like if, I, if my career goes then the upward. I, I think i said upward trajectory like 15 minutes ago and i don't want that to be my phrase <laughs> but it's a fun thing to say upward trajectory yeah if it goes like that i feel like it'd be cool to be like when you bl- start blowing, like if I start blowing up at like, you start really blowing up at like twenty seven. Yeah, but his like.
1: out, like his album twenty six is where he fucking took off. Bro. Yeah, but like twenty five. If you to twenty five, you'll see the difference <laughs> on on everything, and you'll see why twenty six was the was the blow up point.
0: Yeah, but he fell off right? at twenty nine yeah <laughs>
1: But that's but yeah, I mean it's a dope concept because I mean I could do it now with 30. Like I that'd be cool. That'd be all, that's all I can do. It's
0: a like, everyone can everyone should do it. <laughs> everyone be super confused. Like you hear twenty-seven? Yeah, by, by who? <laughs> uh,
1: all right. So we got uh two more, I guess two more things and then you can plug everything. Uh I got I got a little a little game called this or that. Just quick oh. uh rapid fire. Just just i love this your, shit bro just to keep your mind going you know we don't need long answers we don't need long reasons just just sure uh, yeah uh all right you ready i'm ready writing or performing i know we already touched on this but writing and performing uh, i'm gonna
0: say <laughs> i'm gonna Red say writing bro? I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say writing because i i need to do it but if i had to choose to do either or I probably, like, right now, I'd say, like, I want to do performing more than writing. But I think I need to write more than I need to perform. But I, yeah. I got to perform. You got to perform to make that scrilla, baby. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say yeah. mental health
1: writing. <laughs> uh, podcast or music? Oh, music. Uh, listen, when it comes to listening, underground or mainstream? Underground. Uh, When it comes to listening, singles or albums? Albums. When it comes to making them, singles or albums? Albums. New music or classics? New music. Travel or homebody? Travel. Morning or night? Morning. Summer or winter? Summer. Fame and fortune or cult-like fan base?
0: This is going to age weirdly depending on what answer I give. <laughs> Fucking give me fame and fortune, baby. I'll sell my soul. Let's go. I don't know. Cold fan base is probably what I'm going to end up with, but fame and fortune sounds fun right now. See, so.
1: the thing is, when it came to that, I, I think Jacob had a good answer for it. It's like when you do have that cult-like fan base, it can be turned into fame and fortune because that will turn at least – at least the fortune side of it you don't necessarily need the fame to have the cold like base. oh yeah i want the fortune but the, the cold like fan base will easily turn into a fortune well if you, it's if you have yeah. the dedicated fans that you that the cold like fan base can bring in so
0: yeah fame and fortune i just pictured having a good time on like a red carpet and then like going yeah, yeah, yeah. outdoors on a nice patio which is like things that i just want to do right now i, I Cole like cold like yeah exactly like that's gonna give me the longevity and it's gonna those people are with you forever. It's kind of like the thing I was saying before, like these people that are just gonna follow you throughout the upward trajectory. Yeah. Um, so probably Kohley fan base is probably better.
1: You're right. right sir. God damn. And it. Uh, last but not least, the, the 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 test of all hip hop heads, the question of all time, big ear Tupac. Huh. Um, or do you even listen? Have, Soldier Boy.
0: Even... I'm gonna have to go with Soldier Boy on that one. <laughs> Yes. Um, I'd say, I, mean, I I think I I feel, I feel more from a from a Tupac, a more. I guess I, it's I, like I an like, East
1: Coast West Coast thing. You mean, uh, like, would you rather listen to the like? I don't know. I,
0: I think that I I I can always I always have a soft spot for music with substance. Not saying that Biggie didn't have music with substance, and he probably he was a more skilled rapper technically, yeah. but um. When I went through my phases of listening to the both of them, I think I listened to more Tupac than I did Biggie. Um, I think that if Biggie was alive today, he would be like, uh, it would be like an entrepreneurial mogul, I think. He would kind of went like the the lane of a Jay-Z, where Tupac, I guess Jay-Z could kind of go into both categories. but I think like Tupac would be like, Definitely, in like a lot of like political
1: yeah yeah, yeah, no i, I definitely get you po- like uh, he would, he would have a was was definitely more. the more political poet of uh of the the rap genre when it came to that time, for sure,
0: mhm, yeah, and like a mainstream element too, like yeah, was like pop like he wasn't really like preaching to like a niche audience at the time, like other artists that might have been doing that similar had a similar message like he just kind of the shit that he said was almost like sh- shock value but yeah. it was real shit and it kind of shocked you but it, it had a message behind it and um but he still like could act in movies yeah and, stuff, and then like yeah, make it crazy. fun shit so like i think that he was like probably yeah i don't know i'm not gonna say what i feel like if i said he's one of like the first real superstars in hip-hop then people would, would give me flack because there's definitely people that did that before him. But, um, he, he showed a lot of versatility, I guess. Yeah,
1: you're right. You know what? Okay. This or that is done, but that's when you said like Jay-Z it sparked something that I heard on, I don't know if you noticed, I think it's like uninterrupted or something. It's like a special on HBO max. I keep seeing like, yeah, it's Ford like a barbershop like, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Jay-Z wrote the demo or did the uh, reference track for Still Dre? I thought... No, no
0: I didn't. Um, he, they I spoke did about of, it. Yeah. They spoke
1: about it on that show. Uh, it, was a, it was a clip that showed up on my TikTok. and It was like Jay-Z performed the parts for Dre and Snoop like they were on the song, but he, he did the reference track for them.
0: So, so he did it. Did he write snoops first too?
1: I don't know if he wrote the whole, I like, I, I don't have HBO max, so I don't really know. I only caught what the video said, but he said he did the reference track for it. So I don't know if that means he actually wrote it or if that's just, he performed it how they should perform it. Cause reference tracks are weird, right? Not yeah I would, I would yeah
0: i, I think that he would have um yeah maybe they had the like that would have been a crazy like step-by-step right. process like someone yeah. writes it you perform it the way that you think that they should deliver it and then we'll give it to both of them and they'll just go to the booth and just replicate you yeah. recording but do what someone US. else yeah. wrote yeah that's wild um i would think that he probably wrote dre's verse and then recorded it and then Dre took it and maybe tweaked with a few things and whatever. But Dre, Dre does write some of the shit. Like, I oh, think yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just
1: yeah. just a tidbit that popped up in my head when you said, like, Jay-Z. And I was like, I got to say this because it's been sitting on my mind. And I was like, I can't not say it. And it's got to be, it's got to be documented somewhere in my life right now. And it's, here, here it is.
0: Here it is. This is the yeah. documentation. Royce to yeah. Five-Nine wrote a, a decent amount of stuff on that, on the chronic or I think. Was it the chronic or? Yeah,
1: I think. Could be. Kind of I interesting. didn't know that.
0: Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, I think a lot of like, the Slaughterhouse guys did. Not Joe Budden, obviously. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> eh, What can you do? Uh, last important question before you plug anything. Uh, how do you want to be perceived at the end of the day as a person instead of just an artist?
0: I want people to be motivated by... Um, my work ethic or er, my work ethic, I guess. I feel like I want also people to understand that they don't need to like as an, okay. So if perceive as me as a person, I think that any, I don't have problems with anybody. Like I okay. want the best for everybody. I, I don't like to really engage in a lot of negative activity. So right. I, I would hopefully people could perceive me as a, as a generally positive human being that that tries to put out a lot of good in this world and and uh, help people as much as i can but um as like an artist and as a entrepreneur as someone who's who's building something i want people to kind of look at me as someone who at the end of the day um kind of played by their own rules and it worked out for them hopefully like um and, and you don't necessarily have to be caged into one particular Lane that you might start out in. At the end of the day, like you could be an artist, but you can also be this and that and that and don't really listen okay. to people that are like, well, that's not gonna work because you got to be like this and you got to do it like this and and that. Like, there's so many people like that in music and that that think that like there's this like step by step guidelines that everyone has to follow for it to actually work. And there is some 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 benefits from following some of the traditional methods, but everybody's everybody operates differently and different things work for different people. So you got to figure right. that out for yourself, but I would like for people to to look at me as someone that figure that out for himself. And hopefully I can um, kind of put that battery and other people to, to do the same thing or to do their own version of the same thing.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, I like it. I like it, man. I like it. <laughs> cool, man. All right. So this wraps up, the episode for Party on a Podcast, this is the opportunity for you to plug any socials, any new music, anything you're working on. Basically, the floor is yours. Have at her. Let the people know.
0: Well, guys, I want everyone to go stream um, all of uh, Mark's music. (laughs) All the... uh, I want everyone to go stream all the Epidemic Classics. Um, That's EPDMC, by the way yes yes um but yeah no look out for the so i'm going to be announcing the release date i don't know when this is coming out but i'll be announcing the release date for my new ep this week coming up um i'm I'm returning i'm i got i got some classics in the vault there, a real personal vulnerable really uh, music that i think is like the most mature lyrics that i've ever wrote intentionally or unintentionally, I think it really shows a lot of growth as far as just like my, my lyrics. Uh, so I think that that's going to, I hope that that's, that's received really well. Some, it's a new project I have coming out where I don't, I think this like definitely the first project where like the, not one song was made with like, I feel like I just made it for me, you know? Yeah. And I think that maybe a lot of people could be able to, will be able to appreciate that. Um, and yeah, so new new ep coming out but you can you know obviously have the podcast rolling too have new music videos coming out some new like live performance videos and be performing some songs with like a live band behind me and stuff so i have that coming out as well so subscribe check me out on youtube mitchell bailey on spotify it's pretty it's, it's, it's the same name across all the boards so really like mitchell bailey on spotify apple music youtube instagram mitchell bailey 7 facebook you just look up mitchell bailey Uh, you could like the page i mean also you could you could add me on facebook if you if you if you if if there's some space there but um yeah we're out here uh mitchell square podcast that's the new project that's my podcast we're about to start opening it up to some guests maybe we'll have you on there in the the near future you got my number Uh, that would be fun i do have your number actually fun fact so that's my plugs fun fact um your name in my phone still had me before i said champagne bathtub because your name in my phone has like a it's not it should be the champagne emoji but it's like just like a wine glass but it has yeah. the bathtub has the wine glass at the front of your name and the bathtub at that's the hilarious. at the end and for like 6 years bro and i only changed this like 3 months ago you'll appreciate this you remember that time when i was living in halifax and we hung out and we were like listening to beats in your car outside of cineplex mcdonald's yes it was like
1: mcdonald's, McDonald's on main avenue in dartmouth
0: so i remember that but yeah. there was another time where we were in your oh, car yeah 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 remember i made that do you remember i made a voicemail on my phone yeah and i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was like one of those uh those the troll voicemails where it's like you make the person think that you picked up but it's your voicemail so i was like hey I'm just here t- chilling with Epidemic, leave a message, blah, blah, blah. So at first, someone would think that I picked up and I said hi, and then I say that I'm chilling with Epidemic and leave a Dude, message. That's when
1: I started doing that, and I did it. I was like, hey, and they'd say, hey. I was like, how's it going? And then they'd go, whatever, and it's like, can you hold on for a second? And then I'd wait, make them wait, and it's like, nah, I just playing." Leave a message after the <laughs> the this, this, this <laughs> most ignorant shit ever. It was, and it's, it was so on he, there for a while. And like when work would call me to like call me for to, to go for extra shifts, they'd get that and they'd leave the most message saying, I fell for your voicemail again. Uh, if you want to have a shift, better call me back. Because at that point, they're not happy anymore. So <laughs>
0: yeah, well, exactly. And it's yeah. crazy because yeah it, it yeah when that shit happens is it's, it, it's kind of makes you look a little crazy but um i had that for like six years bro i never changed it that's and hilarious. i it, it was off for a bit for and then people started telling me like if i didn't answer the phone and they randomly called me like oh your voicemail got me it said you were hanging up with like epidemic who's that like <laughs> and this was only like five months ago so i had the that's same awesome. voicemail that's awesome i kind of you know what's crazy though? I never heard it. Like I never was around someone. I was like, call me, and I won't answer. So I could hear my voicemail. I should have did that because I think it would have been fun to hear. But yeah, it, it it like went away and then somehow came back. I had to call like the voicemail thing on my phone and like delete it make a new one. Yeah. Because um, I was R.I.P. like, I was like, this is this is wild. I need to get this like trick voicemail off there. But I I, I used it like that day we were in the parking lot and yeah. I made it next to you
1: that voicemail lasted for six years so i had to change mine because my work was getting mad at me so for five years literally the only reason yeah. why I did you make mine. it Probably. did you make it the same
0: day that i did like did we do I that i think together? so
1: yeah no I'm way, fairly man. certain we i made one with you for sure because you did one on yours and i did one on mine
0: so. we, were some, we were some hooligans
1: yeah man wasn't yesterday but it's good times Take time. anyways I want to thank you again for coming out, for, for showing up in whatever room you're in right not now. even my room, bro. But showing I... up for the Zoom call for this Party on a Podcast episode, I greatly appreciate it. As always, you are, like I said, the homiest of homies. And uh, we've been riding for a little while now. And once this thing finally allows us to travel, I'm sure you'll either make a trip down here or I'll make a trip up. So, Oh, most definitely. Yeah, man. It's been a pleasure.
0: Dipping out the continent, bro. I'm going. To, I'm going to Mars with Elon Musk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but for real though, bro, I appreciate you. I always much love to you. I, I, I respect you like, like a brother. This it it's a music thing, man. You as, thing, well. Man. It's, you as it, well, my man. It's a it's a good community we got here, and uh, we got to do this more often since until we get the time to to actually travel. So. Yep. We're and, there, uh, yeah, thanks again. Take a shot of sunlight, drink in my hand. Do it every week with my feet in the sand. I can do it someday. Why, party at the end of the week when we can party on a Sunday, party on a Sunday.